Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome. All right, we're doing this in English. So, I'm Cosima, and I'm sitting here with Adrian, Mr. Shameless Shaman. And we're sitting on an amazing beach, a kind of sacred spot on Kopangan. So maybe you can hear the music. And we met, well, as you meet when you're traveling. And while we were sitting, we just happened to be in the same place and happened to find out that we have a lot of common topics. And I told him that there was a podcast that never happened that I wanted to do in Berlin called Queer in Berlin. And Adrian is doing all this amazing shit, which I'll let him explain because we've just met. And this is our project together now. We're um, doing an amazing interview where we decided to just record what we're sharing anyways because we felt that more people might be interested in what we have to say and what we're, what we're interested in. So Adrian, please tell us who you are. Thank you, Cosima. Um, yeah, I'm Adrian, the shameless shaman. Um, that is a name that was accidentally or synchronistically given to me and I really liked it because for me shameless stands for self-love in other words and self-love shaman sounded kind of boring so I'm pretty happy with the shameless shaman <laughs> and uh, it also fits my style very well so um, for example, the way that this idea came together, I was telling Cosima about my, uh, about how sitting there with her produced a new idea for me, putting together different pieces of a puzzle for me. And the big vision that I'm working towards is to create a global community so that all of everybody on this planet considers themselves as the part of the global community. And uh, from community building, we know that there are two requirements to really create a healing, authentic community environment and that are, uh, and these two things are commitment and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And so for me personally, being a shaman, being a healer, being a person empowering others, um, I want to work on this global level and therefore realize, okay, my mit- commitment is towards humanity mm-hmm. and developing all of humanity and my vulnerability if I'm committed to all of humanity is the whole public mm-hmm. and for me personally sexual development is a very important topic because I've been struggling with that in my life a lot it surprises a lot of people that meet me and together the idea came up that I publicly want to share my sexual growth journey, engage in a conscious relationship in a per- with a person with a specific purpose of publicly sharing the mutual sexual growth journey. And so this is kind of the one of the kickoffs uh, for this journey of mine and I'm really excited uh, that I can share it here. And the work that I usually do is primarily empowerment work, sitting down with people and figuring out what is their excitement, what is their path of highest potential and then setting them onto that and getting rid of all the illusions of obstacles uh, around this path. And another topic of mine that is close to my heart is enlightenment through partying, how to use the parties as a playground for personal and spiritual growth. Fuck yeah. So those are the things (laughs) that I'm really about. That's beautiful. 
And yeah, I'm super excited too. It's such a beautiful synergy that we're doing this here now. So the first question that I have is whether or not, and I really don't know this, you identify with any label about your sexuality. And if so, what they would be. Yeah. So I also have a tendency to struggle with labels. Um, so I usually can't just say I'm a heterosexual man and leave it like that. I always feel an urge to at the same time mention, yet I'm curious to experiment with when men too if I feel the connection with them. Because that's what the, for me the key thing is I really need a loving connection with the person first before I feel secure and safe enough uh, to engage in sexuality which as I mentioned is a, a topic of insecurity yeah. for me. Which leads perfectly into what I was following up with because you say this is vulnerable for you to show someone that you're sexually interested. So when and how do you share that with people who you are sexually? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So I usually don't share it with the people that I'm sexually attracted to. Okay, <laughs> but others you do. Um, yeah, I found, a, a, I created a new habit around when I feel the impulse towards a person to share something with them, for example, what I like about them, to give a compliment or mm -hmm. to make myself vulnerable by saying that I feel attracted to them or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I oftentimes find myself not being able to approach that person and say that, mm -hmm. like too shy about it. Mm -hmm. um, but then what really works great for me is to tell it to a friend. Mm -hmm. To be like, well, I was just looking uh. at this person and this is what came up, but I can't get myself to say it. And then oftentimes with that, it's like, ugh, it's re a release already, it happens yeah. already. But most of the times the friends then just go like, okay, man, you have to do that. That's amazing. I would oh, love yeah. hearing that. Let's, let's do it. That's such a great advice. I think that's a really <coughs> a useful tool to use also when, for me, for example, when it comes to my queer label or whatever it is, you know, to try it out with a person that I feel safe with, like someone that, and then like, okay, this is, that was my practice and take it to the real world, so to say. And, and do it there. Or feel like, oh no, well, that didn't feel right, and maybe I don't, I'm not, I shouldn't share it with the person I wanted to share something with. Yeah. So, you said that for you it's different between people that you feel attracted to and people you don't feel attracted to, but how about your family? Like, does your family, does your family know what you're doing with Shameless Shaman? Are they? Um, so they don't follow Shameless Shaman because they don't use social media. So they are not aware of what exactly is going on. I usually tell them quite openly what it is, what it is that I'm doing. So uh, I guess what I'm going for is because I know the information that you said you're into Tantra and you've yeah. done some Tantric. So do they know about that? Yeah, okay. they know about that. They know that I have uh, several partners in Berlin. Okay, uh, Okay. so you, speaking of label, it also identifies poly? Um, yeah, or I, I guess that's the label it falls under. Okay. Or non-monogamy, non ethical non-monogamy, or how do you call it? Uh, I personally prefer openness in relationships mm -hmm. because it's more about the quality from which you come in a relationship mm -hmm. rather than which relationship structure you exactly end up in. Uh, I'm in several relationships at the same time right now, so I'm having a polyamorous lifestyle right now, but I can't say that it's not never going to change yeah. to monogamy again. Okay. And does your, do your friends know that, that you're dating several people at the yeah. same time? Yeah, everyone is pretty aware of it. I like talking a lot. I like talking okay. about personal topics a lot. So this so is something that usually where, comes up. Where's the where's your <coughs> limit? Who doesn't know about it? Is there anyone who doesn't know about it? Has your someone been? Um, 
everybody that engages with me in a conversation around relationships definitely knows uh, about my several relationships. Even even back at when I was working um, in different environments, I always openly shared about what my relationship uh, situation is uh, because I just feel that it's a part of us, it's a part of everyone. So why not share it if we all have it in common? Oh, that's beautiful. And it's interesting because it's so different to my experience, which is that even, you know, coming out as having two partners, I was really lucky. My was on a phone call with my parents and my mother asked me about a partner. And I said, yeah, I, like, we had just, just spent an amazing time together. And she's like, oh, but what about the other partner, right? And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, she's great too. You know, we just hung out. And my mom, that was how she, how I conveyed the message. Like, I'm Polly, you know, I will yeah. have several partners at the same time. And like over time, she understood until she said, you know, if your two friends want to come for Christmas, they're very invited. Oh, that's <laughs> like, amazing. Oh. I love that. <laughs> but to me, that was such a mind fuck, you know, like I was thinking about it so much. Like, how do I share this with my parents? And how much can I tell? my family, my work colleagues, how yeah. much do I tell a guy when I, or a woman when I meet them at the bar, yeah. you know, like, so what's your, what's your take on that? Because it feels like it's very natural for you, but do you say that? Like, oh, I like having several partners or when do you approach your question? Um, so I, one of the things that I have going on is that I'm, that I don't want to put myself into a position where I feel that I let others on. Mm -hmm. uh, it's still happening. <laughs> but especially in terms of sexuality, I find it such a, such a sensitive topic, definitely for myself, but also for many others, yeah. that I prefer radical openness and honesty from the get-go, um, and to just make it a topic mm -hmm. in the very beginning so of do, getting to know one another. Yeah, I consciously do that because it's uh, yeah, I find it's relevant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, many people shy away from it, but uh, that's an aspect of making yourself vulnerable, you know? Yeah. It's like saying straight away what you're about, not knowing what the other person is about, and not caring whether you're gonna get in their pants or not. Yeah. yeah. Well, which is, um, leads to the question, why did you choose to go public? What, what made that move for you? Yeah, so... I don't really have the feeling that I made a decision to go full public, but it's just something that came to me. Like I suddenly realized I don't understand why I should not do it. Okay. And the in shamanism, the only dogma is pragmatism. So whatever works for growth and healing, do it. No matter what the social rules are about it, no matter what the laws are about it, if you feel this is the way to go, go and it'll work, then do it. And yeah, I was thinking about this, uh, about vulnerability a lot and learning a lot about that and realized what a critical role it has mm. for the development of humanity. And then when I also understood that vulnerability is one of the key elements of communities, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is something to really push. Mm. And why not do wow. it publicly and just see what happens. It's an experiment, you know, I came here, in order to experience all yeah. of this and I choose which way to go and I'm like really excited about seeing what happens with that. Wow. That's beautiful. I really see how you have both. It's it's so authentic. It's like it's your personal growth. Like you do it for self-exploration and also you understand that this is what you want to give as a community leader. It's like leading a life by example and 
and allowing it for me that I'm finally doing this, literally. Yeah, yeah. I find that uh, I recently learned this, that these two things, like the growth aspect and the contribution aspect, the contribution to society, are uh, very closely interlinked in that I believe that our drive for growth comes out of a deep understanding that the more we grow, the more we have to contribute. And yeah, from this understanding, I was like, oh, okay, if I focus fully on my personal yeah. growth, coming from a hard place, yeah. um, from a place of trust, then this will be the best for everyone. Yeah. And so this is kind of the hypothesis I'm testing now with all this public vulnerability stuff. That's amazing. And how would it go in your dreams? Like, what's the process going to be like? Um, so ideally, yeah. dream version. A dream version is a sponsor comes along, who says, "Wow, Adrian, like your idea and the way you want to go about it is so radical and so powerful. Uh, I want to support it." Yeah. Uh, who just throws me a bag of money, so that in my everyday life, which is quite the struggle right now because of financial yeah. uh, restrictions. Yeah. Um, would just become more easy yeah. and so that I also wouldn't have to manage my energy so much in terms of I give now to this person because mm -hmm. it's a session and I get paid for yeah. it but rather from moment to moment where I feel the most I can be the most powerful I can yeah. just act there instead of having to manage yeah. the energies and then what I would definitely do first is uh, get more people in the boat mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a community being mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a leader and so getting more people in with whom wow. to practice these abilities and my ability to lead other people into their full potential and then just co-create together out of the skills that then come but together. But also for that, for that visibility project? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. No, for, all the, for all the different things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I find that um, creating something like a core crew of people that closely mm -hmm. work with me. You know, we build a community, which we just do the projects together. Yeah. Um, that's something that I would really love to have yeah. and also be able to pay them well of course for that and just go on this crazy journey together creating yeah, the global community yeah. in whichever way in whichever way the opportunities present themselves yeah. going with the flow and for for the radical prosperity project who are people that you would like to especially cooperate with is there someone you have in mind that you would like to get on the boat or that you would need? Or? Well, generally speaking, I need everyone who is excited about this idea mm -hmm. to ask themselves whether they don't want to join in. <laughs> nice. To ask themselves, okay, this is an interesting approach. This sounds very convincing. I want to go on a sexual growth journey with a person and want to experiment with how public I want to be with that, how comfortable mm -hmm. I feel with being public with it. And yeah, then I'm happy about everyone reaching out and like collaborating on this mm. together. Like I'm amazed by this idea and I'm like, yes, I had this amazing idea, but uh, I know that there's still some ego in there because yeah. it's so fresh and that it's ultimately about sharing this and doing this together yeah. in order to make it powerful rather than about okay. me becoming more uh, well known. Yeah, and I think that's so useful for everyone, for people like me to hear Wow, if he can make himself so vulnerable, like what are my struggles? Like what are my struggles in my queer identity of what keeps me from sharing? Why is there, like when we talked about it and I was like, wow, like yeah, going full public with my actual name, like pooh, there's a lot of stuff happening in my body. There's a lot of reactions and what am I afraid of? Who am I afraid of? And, and why is that? And 
And I think it's beautiful that you're inviting everyone to question what's, what's going on. Thank you. As a final question, um, what does the sex conscious or the party conscious communities, what do you feel they need at the moment? Um, I feel they need more heart and more spirit. Um, there is a lot of mental and physical energy in the in this in these communities in terms of a lot of fucking mm. and a lot of talking about fucking and how to do it in a way that everybody feels comfortable with it. Um, mm -hmm. Yet I find that a lot of them shy away from really more deep mm. intimacy in those contexts risking to feel love for one another mm. which i find to be ridiculous because i find that we all already mm. unconditionally love one another just that we are so stuck mm. in our shit in our conditioning that we can't always feel it mm. and uh yeah the other thing being spirit being having an awareness for the intense energies that are happening during sexuality mm. and working with them using the potential of that um i find that that would bring so much more growth and so much more beneficial developments into the sex positive communities and you're actually providing that so i'm just going to drop the line here that adrian is now going to travel to london and then god knows we're organizing conscious parties and bringing together amazing people to build wonderful communities for love and freedom and yeah, follow him, shamelessshaman.com, also on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, Shameless Shaman, exactly. And I'm Kozima. I have no idea what the name of this project is. For now, it's Project No Name. Why not? We'll see. Thank you so much, Adrian, for doing this together. Thank you, Kozima. <laughs> And yes, it's